What's up, Soap Subs? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! What's up, Leva? Not much. I'm still adding stuff. Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm putting Y'all, it down. we're in it's for, a, for, we're in for a, a long chat. And by chat, I mean Leva's probably going to do most of the talking. Because <laughs> this, topic, this topic was her no, idea, is, so we're going to see where this goes. This is a team effort. This is a team effort. I just got really excited. Hey, man, More that's good. I started looking it up and I was like, all right, what, what? I, I don't want to give anything away, but is it this? Is it this? this is, oh, my God. Ah, and then flooding. Head and exploding. Nuts. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, before we get into that, uh, Leva, how are you? How's this, how's your week been? Good. Good. Uh, last week we had uh, filming and stuff, so yeah. it was cri- kind of crazy. Busy, and then right? immediately coming home, I had the the heels game night, and mm. I literally soloed it. It was me and two other uh, ladies from the PR department running the entire thing. Yeah. That was a little. <laughs> crazy <laughs> it was good crazy it was fun crazy but we normally have like a crew of six yeah and we were working on a skeleton crew of three wow and it's a lot of juggling there's a lot of inner like setup and tech stuff that goes behind it as well yeah. as like communications one person is switching the screens and spotlighting the people the other one's playing the music someone else is doing the the slides i'm usually running the game uh it's we had to condi- combine that and condense that and yeah. again it was a g- new game for me so it's press the button or push the button it's press the button no push the button i keep calling the wrong thing um so again i had to explain it because not a lot yeah. of people i think i literally was the only person that's played this going into this with all of the people right in the game night and it was like 75 80 100 i don't know so I think I was the only one. So I had to be also host and explain right. it and walk through people through it. But it ended up being a really good time. Uh, Brandy actually came. I wasn't sure if she was going to get to with traveling and stuff. And she did. Okay. Uh, she even hit me up after the first game. It was like, can I join the next game? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'd love <laughs> to have you. I think, I mean, we would love to have you because it was me and Nyla and then a bunch of the, the fans. And like, oh my God, yes, please, that'd be great. I think the fans will love to play a game with you. So she ended up joining in for all the other games. Oh, that's awesome. I ended up uh, accusing her of being an alien. I was 100% sure she was an alien. She just didn't know how to draw. (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad. It was funny. She was like, Leva. And like, we were messaging afterwards. She goes, Leva, I've won an art contest. I'm so disappointed in my performance (laughs) of that drawing. Well, Draw New York City, and it looks like she drew a forest. Like, because what Listen. I don't know if she was drawing a building that blew up, or if she was trying to make it like I don't know what it was. Probably but clouds behind the like buildings, and then it looked like a tree. Like it had like yeah, the skyline. You're describing it. And I'm telling you exactly what it is. It's like the clouds behind no, no, the skyline. No. no skylines. I get it. It's like a lot of squares, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like a tree on top of one of the buildings. <laughs> and I'm like, is it a tree? And then oh, I go, oh man, it does look like a tree. And I don't want to say, is that a building blowing up? I don't want to, cause I no, don't say that. Tacky. That's terrible. Why would you immediately like, go there? Tacky. So I was like, well, you know how it is. You get a wrong prop as an, prompt That's true. As an alien. So I'm like, did you draw a forest? And she was just like, well, I, I tried to draw what I was trying to draw. And like, she didn't really defend herself very well. So I'm like, 
I'm 100% sure you are an alien. Like, I kept putting her in the airlock. Oh, my lord. <laughs> it's fun. It was a lot of fun. If you Yikes. like, if, for anyone who's listening, if you like Among Us and those type of, like, games, this is just a Jackbox spin on it. Instead of doing mm-hmm. tasks, you're, you're testing each other. And it's, so it's like mini games. So like Pictionary meets like, you know, opinions and fill in the blank and, you know, charades because you're trying to get the scribe glyphs. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. fun. So we fun. end up having a really good time. We'll play it on a stream at some point. I feel like. Yeah, that's we definitely coming. will. I, yeah. I feel like that would be uh, a lot of fun. Super for fun. Watching. Definitely. Uh, so other than uh, Jackbox games, what have you been playing? What have you been reading? What have you been watching? Uh, did you get a chance to do anything? Really it's been busy, new, yeah. To be honest, uh, I've beat, well, not beat, I've escaped Hades a few more times. I think yeah, two or three more times. So I'm definitely chipping away at that. Uh, my my heat is now up to eight. And you can unlock something at eight. And it was one of those. It's purposely disappointing. Uh. As like a tongue-in-cheek thing. So you're like, oh, that's what I get. <laughs> and even the character's like, I, I went through all of this hell for this. <laughs> That's funny. It's hilarious. That's uh, funny. I still love it. I love that game so much. Uh, but I'm going to be streaming after we're done. So, because I feel like Hades I'm getting closer. I know I keep saying this, but I've, I've escaped over 20 times. I thought something was going to lock at 20. Because something mm-hmm. unlocks at 10. Nothing unlocked at 20. So I'm like, mm, all right. Interesting. What else do I have to do? But I started reading because there's I haven't been able to give Ambrosia yet. I'm like, why am I not able to get Ambrosia at work yet? So I was reading about that. I think I'm really close. Mm. It's just a matter of timing and luck. And once you get to, because, I mean, I don't, it's not really a spoiler, but you have to give so many nectars before you can give ambrosia. Right. Kind of makes sense, right? But once you get to that point, you have to unlock it by doing something. Oh, And it doesn't, each character is different. Gotcha. Like I, I read how to unlock Dionysus now. I was like, oh, shit okay I, that makes sense it's very very makes sense but now it's like i got a lot more game playing to do that's the only <laughs> one i found out so i was like oh man i'm like all right i'm not gonna look these up yet i didn't mean to find his this was just the example they gave and i'm like oh okay all right well that makes sense now i know why i haven't unlocked him yet because right. he should be i thought he should have been unlocked by now or him or aries i don't remember maybe both so i'm just gonna keep keep chugging keep away on, keep i guess so. yeah man yeah, and then man. uh mayhem uh in overwatch was last night so i played the crap out of that because again mayhem is my favorite arcade of overwatch got two uh plays of the game last night as my main character lucio where i boot people off the world and it, and healed people at the same time it was beautiful it was mm, <laughs> but then uh i started I'm starting to play a newer, not a newer character, but a new character for me, Roadhog. He's a tank, but pretty much the only tank I play in Mayhem is Winston. But I'm like, I want to try something else. Yeah, branch out a little bit. What I like about Roadhog, he heals himself. He has like this, you know, gas he inhales and heals himself. So in Mayhem, you can keep doing that over and over, and it's really hard to die. Uh, But the fun thing about him is you get a hook. A giant hook and you throw it and you hook people and you bring them to you and you can shoot them in the face jesus i'm getting better at hooking <laughs> which is the joke oh, all of no. us have 
No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Levo, you want to play the hooker? Yeah, I do. Oh, like me and my friends. Boy. So, so now I am like the team hooker. <laughs> All right. There's the audio clip, and guys. And finally today, this afternoon, I was actually playing without the team. I was just kind of playing by myself. And I ended up getting play of the game with him. This is my first play of the game ever with him. So I got really excited. I think, ah, it must be getting better. There you go. That's really like that. That's I'm a nerd. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> You're not a nerd. I only get plays of the game oh, with like four are. people. So now I'm up to five. <laughs> oh my That's not gosh. like Halloween or, you know, super special. So, but yeah, th- that's on it. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'm going to be honest. I ended up Please. downloading this phone app because, all right, sometimes when I go to bed, I'll play these word games just to kind of like calm myself. You yes. know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to find the word search type thing. They keep advertising these stupid makeover games. So finally, one night, I was like, you know what? Fine. We're going to keep advertising these every single time I'm trying to play this game. I'm going to just download it. I ended up playing the crap out of this stupid project makeover game. <laughs> So I, I did that on a big chunk of my Saturday. I was playing Project Makeover on my phone. <laughs> okay. Weird. Oh, there you go. That's what I've been playing. Oh, oh wait, watching. Uh, still watching Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, still in the G&G season, but I'm, <laughs> I'm chipping away at it. Uh, it. It's, you know what, there's, even though it's so weird, and really, really weird. I'm kind of loving that it's so weird. Oh, it's bizarre. It's so absurd that yeah. I love it. Like, it's to the point, it's like, they leave it so, I don't want to say it's bad, but it's so bad that I love it. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, like there's no, it's no root in reality anymore. And <laughs> no, I, you're and like, I, what the fuck is going on in the show? <laughs> exactly. Like, that would never happen in real life, but uh-uh. I'm digging the shit out of it. Oh, so, yeah. And some of my actual favorite episodes have been this, this season with like going back to the 90s or 80s i don't know it didn't say what year they were but it was like that that right, cusp right, right. where you couldn't tell like it could be the 80s yeah. but it could be well really, that really that show itself is already timeless you know like yeah, they exactly. don't really specify so, so but they went back and you know that whole episode where yeah. it's very like you know about the parents of the kids where it kind of played on heathers and breakfast club i love that one they did one that was a very like detective like detective jughead trying mm-hmm. to solve the mystery that was a really good episode there was an episode that was almost like anthologically like cool where it was like we just said archie and jughead and it was just their story without yeah, yeah. any switching over for 20 minutes and then it switched to like veronica yeah. and then it switched to betty it was all three completely different type of stories. I I'm dug that. I thought that was a really well done episode. So like, even though it's so like bizarre and like a lot of, I can see why maybe some people were like, ah, it turned off. I'm loving it. I'm yeah, like, it's crazy, back. man. That show went balls to the wall, and it's like, what? Yeah, the, what is happening? Ridiculous. But it just and, it scratches a weird itch of just like wacky and I fun. I guess that's an itch I have. Yeah. I'm, Listen, <laughs> I knew if you stuck with it, you would. It's yeah, just, it's just like, one of those things you just got to keep going. very just odd. And then I think this is a season. I'm not sure that Sam Whitmer shows up because, again, he's uh, one of my all-time favorites. That's the next season. Oh, is it next season? Uh-huh. Okay. Because I've heard a lot from his Twitch about him working and how it's so different than, like, Supergirl. But, again, it's not really my story mm-hmm. to tell. But I was like, oh, when does he show up? He hasn't showed up yet. When does he show yeah, up? Yeah, the next season. <laughs> So it's next season. Okay. Yes. Yep. So I'm After like, G&G. is he the Gargoyle King? 
<laughs> we haven't oh. seen him at all, but maybe he's well, sorry, a gargoyle. Sorry to spoil it, but no. Okay. <laughs> Sam Witwer, not the gargoyle king. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. And, well, he's also like, he's like us. He's a super, you know, actual geek. So I was wondering what his thoughts are on the whole GG thing. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm sure he has some choice thoughts on that show i mean i've read some oh, of yeah, them yeah yeah i know he has some i've, I've heard those choice thoughts <laughs> yes there was one time i was on his stream and he just kind of someone asked him about it and he just told his whole story Ooh. about it again it's not my story to tell but i was had to go run errands so i'm like oh i'm gonna keep listening so i just kind of like put my headphones on this before i had the hearing aids and then didn't really look at the screen but just listened to his story yeah. almost like a podcast style as i was driving <laughs> so i can listen to his whole story it's crazy mm-hmm. so yeah. But yeah, that that's what I've been watching. I haven't seen this this week's uh, Mass Dancer. I'm behind. But it yeah, doesn't get any better. Really it doesn't get better, Leva. Huh? Mass Dancer doesn't get better. Oh no! Really? Oh, <laughs> oh no! Is it new people or is it oh, still it's the new same people. group? Oh, it's new people, and it oh, doesn't get man. better. Oh yeah! All right. With your reaction, I might watch this. Oh like, god. Either late, late, late tonight or early oh tomorrow, just so I can see so what's going. I, it does I not get better. Today that I hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, but Kelly, again, Kelly did the I same was thing. So busy on, huh? Kelly did the same thing. She goes, "We haven't watched Mass Dancer yet." I was like, "Oh crap! I probably should watch it because Leva's probably going to say something." And no, you did. I well, because normally I think I watch it on Fridays, yeah, but I was so was busy. busy with the heels party that I didn't watch it then. And then yesterday, I just legit all I did oh. was Riverdale slash video gaming so i i skipped hades twice and played a lot of overwatch so mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like mayhem well i know what i'm doing get it do it uh yeah we watched mass dancer tonight and then on that that new episode they were advertising the new name that tune with jane krakowski hosting and randy oh. jackson leading the band so we tried to watch that i say tried we watched it uh oh that's it's a little rough to watch too really (laughs) yeah it's uh it's weird it's it's fine like we watched the first half and kelly was like yeah turn this off i don't want to watch anymore i don't want to watch anymore i was like come on let's just finish because they're doing it like they did supermarket sweep where they do two contestants at the beginning and then they do a whole two contestants for the back half so it's like two episodes smashed into one Kelly's like, turn it off. I don't. I don't want to watch it anymore. I was like, let we'll just finish the first episode. Like, let's just watch the first episode, and then we don't have to watch it anymore. Well, then the second pair of contestants were much more compelling than the first pair, and by the end of it, Kelly and I were both like rooting for the guy that was in the final golden medley, whatever the thing is at the end of name that tune. And then we're, Kelly goes, "Fine, I'm glad you didn't turn it off." <laughs> okay. But like, okay. I'm like, I don't know. Some of it just feels very stilted and like I'm not sure I'm not sure if Jane Krakowski really wants to be there hosting. <laughs> but uh really? I, it's just weird. I don't know. I've seen her in so many snarky roles that all I can imagine is that she's always snarky. So it could just <laughs> be my misconception. Because uh, on 30 okay, Rock she was okay. super snarky. On Kimmy Schmidt she was kind of snarky. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Maybe that's just her. Maybe, I'm not yeah. sure. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot. I legit thought about it today, but it was like, oh well, I got a couple minutes before Among Us. I gotta yeah. get ready for that, <laughs> and then worked out, ate, did research for tonight, and right. then 
Here I am. Here we so, are. Yeah, Here totally. we are. Uh, but I'm a freaking sucker for a game show, so I'll give anything a shot. Uh, also, I took your advice from last week and started Persona 5 Royal. Oh, uh, yes. Tell yeah. me about it. I've been oh, waiting to so, hear oh, your God, thoughts on this. Oh, God, it's so good. It's so, so good. So I had some extra time this week because I hurt my back, as some of you know from my Twitter. Uh, and uh, I've not Wait, gone to Wait, no, work. I don't even know Oh, my this. God. What? I tweaked my back a couple days ago. What? How? Uh, old. I don't know. I've, I've, had a, I've had a bad back. So was at work? Or? No, it was here. It was at, it was at home uh, in the morning trying to get ready to go to work. Uh, but it's like the same problem I've had for years where like part of something in my hips just gets unaligned and like the bones cross over each other and it's just, oh, it's really are painful. You, you should, I know uh, Kelly goes to the same chiropractor I go to. Do you go there too? Uh, you we, should. we used to, but we stopped when we moved so that we could, you know, afford to move. Um, oh, but okay. I'm thinking about going back. I, uh, I would recommend that because uh, my hips, because wrestling, are messed up. So yeah, mine, they, mine. My hips do this thing where one's higher than the other. Yeah, I that, have that I also problem. think it's like five to ten years of Winnie Woodpecker. Oh yeah, hanging out with her. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, definitely that would help. I yeah, think that I would probably, help I probably you. should go back. Um, so I, I've stayed home from work the past couple of days because walking and standing up straight has been very difficult. Sitting is Ooh. very difficult. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of laying down playing video games. Do you have a foam roller? I do. I do. I do. Is I've been that do- not helping? No. I've been, I've been doing the stretches because I've done this before. This is not the first time this has happened. And I've got stretches from my doctor to, to help the muscles pull the bones back to where they're supposed to be. So I just keep doing them every day until hopefully things move back to where they're supposed to be. So. I've yeah, just especially been, for what you do, you would have to like oh, run around. Oh, crazy I walk to... so much and stand so much, and I, I, I just was like, I gotta take sick days. I have to lay down. <laughs> you can't like roll around. No, no. So, like right now, I'm like, okay, all right, my back hurts. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Persona Five. It's great. It is super, super fun. How many hours now? Because I know last Good time you talked to me, Lord. like it was four hours and you barely got through the tutorial. I'm probably almost 20 hours in. It wow. has to be. It has okay. to be. Um, I finished the first two palaces, uh, done a lot of the in-between stuff. So a lot of the in-between stuff is very um, like social like making your social links and and like building up your relationships with people and doing stuff around town. Should I study right now to build my knowledge? Should I go do this thing to build up my guts? Should I go hang out with this person? So it's like time management, social interactions, almost almost kind of like a, a visual novel in between the palace sections. Okay. So it's it's a cool combination of things, trying to build up those relationships and get stronger and balance of time because you only have you have it, it moves on a calendar system. So there's so many mm-hmm. hours a day. So like if you do something, it takes up that chunk of time during the day. Oh wow! So, so you can it's, only it's... do so many things every day. Wow. And you have okay. a deadline of okay, well we have to we have to beat this palace by May 31st. So balance that your time cool. of exploring yeah. the palace. And building up her social links to get stronger to explore the so palace. So, are you trying to be well rounded by giving a little bit of time to everything, or are you just focusing on one thing? I, I'm. I think I'm doing well rounded. I, I mean, it's okay. probably it might so bite I, like, me in the end. Study a little bit, hang out a little bit. Yeah, when it's when bit. it when like, is there are some things you can do that don't take up time, and they they advance your skills. 
And so then you can find out uh, by sitting on the toilet and thinking. <laughs> he goes, oh, I think my knowledge is going to advance soon. And I'm like, okay, well, then maybe I should take some time to just do a knowledge thing so I go up. So there are passive ways to build your skills and then active ways to build your skills. Huh. So when he, when he actually says, I think something's about to go up, then I will actively go after it. Otherwise, I'm just like passively letting things build. Yeah, okay. It's fun. It's it is it is Omega way more fun I than I thought it was gonna it. be. Uh, I almost dude, started it. Dude, you should. It's on my it's on my PS5 now, so I'm like. You should. It's uh it's super fun. And I, you uh, and my it. friend Reed have been. Well, Reed's the one who got it for me. So uh, when I switched over from the four to five, I right. went and moved it because I still want to play it. Oh, it's so good. Like, um, and you're the I'm one. Not I mean, done with Hades yet. Well, that's there's why, that. Like, not done with Hades yet. I don't want to start something that's such a commitment. Yeah. But it's a good commitment. It's fun. I mean, after hearing you talk about Persona games for years and Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which we've talked about ad nauseum yeah. on here, it's great. Oh, it's great. Um, and I can tell I can tell that uh, when Fire Emblem Three Houses came out on Nintendo Switch last year, the year before, last year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they took a lot of the social aspects from this game. Really? I can, I can okay. tell it's I very similar. I almost started that one, too. Yeah, a lot of the in-between stuff where you're interacting with the other characters, I was like, they took a they took a page out of Persona's book, and oh, new God. people like this. There's, even though oh, it's, so pandemic, it's, good. it's still not enough time no, for me. It's not. There's never enough time. Uh, I just need to stop sleeping. Truth. I've thought about it, but then I, <laughs> but then I would be a mess. Oh, so anyway, that's what I've been playing, and I will keep you guys updated on my progress through that. But oh, it's man. super, super great. I want to play that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's move on into the old geekery of the weekery. As if we weren't already hyped enough for this Friday's debut of Marvel Studios and Disney Plus's WandaVision TV series, more new details have emerged, and early critic reviews are starting to trickle in. This past week, it was reported that WandaVision will be nine episodes in length, and this Friday we'll see not one but two episodes debut on the Disney streaming service. Ooh. I know. Uh, in a virtual press conference held earlier today, Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige revealed that even though the show is debuting on a streaming platform, the studio has inserted their own commercials into the broadcast. Yeah, Feige said, quote, other truths of the show begin to leak out and commercials was an early idea for that. If this is the very first Marvel MCU thing you're watching, it's just a strange version of a 50s commercial or 60s commercial that you'll have to keep watching the series to understand. If you have been watching the movies, you might be able to start connecting what those things mean to the past. Oh, shit. So I'm super excited. Like, this can't, like, how? How does this keep getting better? (laughs) I can't even, I can't. That got me super super hype oh my god i'm excited to see what they do i'm i'm like gonna explode uh screeners for the first three episodes were also sent out to various members of the press i'm not sure why tgs tgs was left off that list uh where's Aww. our screen where's our screeners uh and that fe- and the feedback we've seen has been overwhelmingly positive coming soon.net's max every says quote i love that rather than doing a three-hour mcu movie they're exploring tv as a medium so far, it's a fun head trip. Olsen and Bettany make surprisingly able comedy team, layering in lots of Easter eggs and clues. Catherine Hahn steals the show. 
Brandon Davis of comicbook.com says, quote, WandaVision is truly unlike anything the MCU has put out before. I can't emphasize that enough. It is a blast to watch. It is so committed to the sitcom structure of storytelling that it feels like a bold risk, but it pays off and builds a mystery. It is awesome. And then IO9's Jermaine Lucier said, quote, it's weird and hilarious in ways Marvel has no right attempting, but they nail it anyway. Then it sprinkles in just enough mystery to keep you speculating and fascinated. Dude, I cannot wait for this show. <laughs> I feel like they made this for me. Because oh. remember, we just talked about two seconds ago how, like, so weird uh, Riverdale is. And in fact, that it's weird. It's actually making me like it more. For Truth. just a normal, like, TV yeah, yeah. show, I wouldn't care. But I love weird and odd stuff, absurdity. So I feel like this is going to be 100% up my alley. I cannot wait. Like just from what I've already seen... Just the little teeny tiny snippets I'm already in. And then hearing this. Yeah. <laughs> so in. I'm so in. I may have to stay up late <laughs> on wow. Friday, Friday night. So, or okay. Thursday night. Friday. But I don't think it goes on until like 3 a.m. here. So that's. Wait, what? Yeah. Because I think. On it, Friday or Thursday? It comes out. It comes out on Friday. Which 3 means. 3 a.m. going th- into Friday. 3 a.m. Or... Friday morning. Because it's. Midnight Pacific. Oh, yeah. It's fine. I could wake up and watch it. Oh, God. That sounds painful, but I might have to. (laughs) I don't want to watch it right at 3 a.m., but I might watch it like when I wake up. That's the truth. You know what? I'm usually up at 3 a.m. I might might have to watch it. I make no promises that I won't. Uh, Watching your big ass projector? uh, Maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, Kelly's actually, gonna be like, seriously? Oh, no, I might. Yeah, Disney Plus works. Seriously? Disney Plus works. <laughs> Listen, she'll get over it. Uh, and then as we reported back in September, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the game complete edition is hitting digital storefronts for Google Stadia, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One this Thursday, January 14th. Ooh. However, Limited Run Games has announced an open pre-order for physical copies of the game for Nintendo Switch and PS4. Oh. Uh, info about an Xbox release will come at a later date. Uh, the game will be av- available in three different flavors. Uh, one is just the game itself for $34.99. Then you've got the Classic Edition, which features the game, a deluxe clamshell retro box that kind of looks like a uh, Sega Genesis game, a CD soundtrack, folded overworld map, and a sticker sheet for $54.99. And for $139.99, you can pre-order the KO edition, which includes the game, a premium hardshell roadie collector's case, which features working lights and sound. When you open the collector's case, it turns the lights on and plays the music, as well as revealing a pop-up scene of Sex Bobomb. Uh, a full-color instruction booklet, reversible covers, the Clash at Demon Head commemorative concert ticket, deluxe classic edition clamshell case, just like the other edition, a hardcover Scott Pilgrim vs. the World The Game guidebook, CD, and cassette soundtrack <laughs> of the game, full-size wooden drumsticks, three Sex Bomb guitar picks, uh, Scott Pilgrim loading screen enamel pin, high-gloss foil, seven Evil X trading cards, and two sticker sheets with art from the game. Dude, I might have to get this. (laughs) 
You guys know how much I love Yo. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I'm actually like, I don't know where the hell I would put any of this stuff. Me but neither, but I kind of want it. I know, uh, right? I literally have no place Because for Scott it. Pilgrim stuff is so few and far between, too. Right? Like, exactly. It comes out so infrequently, and let's be honest, this is super cool. Uh, like the cassette and then the, I know. the cards with the, yeah. the X's. Seriously. X's. I think that's what sold me. I'm like, ooh, uh, I get seriously. Like, trading cards. And then in? they're also selling a pack of trading cards separately that have all the heroes in it. <laughs> so I'm a sucker for that stuff. Limited run games will also be se- uh, also sell additional Scott Pilgrim merchandise ranging from tees and sweatshirts to keychains and enamel pins. Those trading cards I just mentioned. Uh, I want all this stuff so, so badly. My credit card is going to be screaming. All right. So, question. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm rereading this real quick. Mm-hmm. So, is the game like, let's say I want to buy it January 14th? Yes. Am I able to play it January 14th? Yeah. Or is that just digital? The digital but version. If you want the, the hard copy, you we want have the hard to copy, wait. you're going to have to wait until it's, it's printed. Unless we just drop a lot of money, buy it digitally, and then eventually get I don't the... know. I don't know how expensive it's going to be digitally. It might be super cheap. I mean, I say super cheap, but I don't is think that it... the game itself is thirty four ninety nine. Isn't that, that what you meant? The game itself, the physical, the physical copy of the game oh, in the physical okay. case, like just a but Nintendo not, Switch you don't case. Know if that's the digital price or a, either. No, that gotcha. I don't. Yeah, that's gotcha. the, that's the physical price for the game. Huh. The digital okay. version may be cheaper. I don't know that for a fact. I haven't looked to see if it's up yet, um, but I when imagine it will be cheaper. It's Thursday. Uh, pre-orders for the limited run game stuff so it, so we begin. Got Scott Pilgrim on Thursday. I know. Oh, and the great thing about Scott Pilgrim is it will have online multiplayer, so we could play this arcade game together. Okay, you know what I might do? And then when are pre-orders starting? Pre-orders begin on January 15th and end on February 28th. So you have like six okay, weeks so to pre-order. what I might do is get it to 14th, play it, and Oh, then... that is 100% happening. <laughs> and then see if I want to... That is 100% happening. This game is great. Listen, if you're a fan of those old arcade beat-em-ups uh, like Streets of Rage or uh, the X-Men arcade game or the Simpsons arcade game, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, this is the game for you. It is oh, super fun, shit. just like those. <laughs> yes, it's just like that. Uh, so I'm super excited oh that this God. will well, finally be available starting again. other games because I feel like I know where I'm going after Hades oh, now. It's going to be so good. And let me know because I'll come play with you online. <laughs> Let's make sure we get the same edition, though. Oh man, like I'm tempted just because oh. of all the stuff that comes with it. I do. Why? Why do I work so hard if I can't? If I can't have nice, fun things. Like <laughs> <laughs> how do I work nonstop? I know. Seriously. Uh, so that's it on stuff I don't need like this. That's uh, that's how I feel. While oh, we reflect man. on that, let's move into the topic of the week. All right, with the release of Wonder Woman 1984, retro-inspired games like the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World the Game and WandaVision's sitcom roots, it seems like throwback media is once again making another resurgence. So we thought we'd look back on the movies, TV series, and games that really influenced our development growing up. Leva, we might be dating ourselves, uh, but are you ready to dive in? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like, as you mentioned, Scott Pilgrim, and it, it actually, this all came about because uh, I'll be honest, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, been too busy, and I, honestly, I keep forgetting. And I was like, oh, man, okay, I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet, but 84, why don't we just talk about the 80s? Because yeah. I was just talking about, like I said, I just watched the Riverdale episode where the the kids play their parents in the 80s, and it was a whole throwback to John Hughes and Heathers and that type of genre. And then you mentioned Scott Pilgrim and then even WandaVision. And even in K-pop, they've been, like, taking, like, throwbacks there's been two or three songs recently that just come out that are like throwbacks either the 80s or 90s mostly in the 90s but it's still like throwbacks right and it's just like it's definitely a trend going on right now so i was like let's just hit this up and talk about what we enjoyed about the 80s sure i like so, it let's do it yeah so where do we, we start i don't even know where to start all right all right so for me uh Looking at where we are today, I feel like the 80s, especially just the media of the 80s, has so heavily influenced where we are today. Like, right. it's the insurgence of, even though there were game shows before then, but like in the 80s, that just sprouted up. Even Nickelodeon it's had true. their own yeah. game shows, which have influenced us to this day. Uh, movies. The movies just, I, I feel like blockbusters really came about in that decade um and just things that shaped us and then tv i feel like the art of comedy and what led to tgi friday and you know all of that Mm -hmm. and the cartoons saturday morning cartoons i mean so good that that shaped us as a generation so i i kind of just marked down i have a huge list of 80s tv and i have a huge list of 80s movies and and some of them are i have different classifications of them so i'm not really sure when you want to talk about like i have personal favorites i have legends <laughs> legends that definitely influenced the entirety of the world i yeah. also have geeky there are some that are, are legends but not as big right but their their influence definitely is felt today and then i just have just leave up which especially in the movie section probably only me in the world Loves these movies, but <laughs> yeah, Leva went all out for this. Who I am today, so I have that list, and then my TV list isn't as like broken down, but it's very similar right. to that. I just didn't have enough time to to flush it out. There's so much like stuff. That's the, the thing. There's so much stuff. So so <clears throat> so like obviously like 80s, like you had. I'm going to kind of dive into like the legends and like what I mean by legends is like, I feel like they're everyone's favorites. They're there's what's shaped us as a generation shaped us as just, you know, humans yeah. enjoying entertainment. Go and for it. from there, people have built upon that, like stuff like uh, back to the future, Indiana Jones, you had two of the star tr- original trilogies out in the eighties, you that's know, like that. Yeah. That's big, you know, uh, speaking of big, big, how many movies have been inspired by big? Mm-hmm. So many movies have been inspired by big, uh, John Hughes, John Hughes alone has set what we do now today on TV and movies for a teenager drama slash comedy. Like it was John Hughes that set that like with breakfast club and pretty in pink and 16 candles. I think that was set up, set us up for like decades and decades of like teen dramedy you know what i mean yeah 
like we wouldn't have the my so-called lives or like the 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 cluelesses and all of those without having without John Hughes. So he's under legends because all of those have influenced me, but they're also just they are the the bricks. Yeah, like E. T. Obviously, E. T. is in there because I think that was showed that you can make something sci-fi, you know, like kid friendly and and heartwarming and touching. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be all blasters and. Yeah, eighties yeah. was the birth of action. Look at Arnold. Look at Bruce Willis. Look at Sly. Look at Tom. Like so many, you can't even like. We take hours and hours to talk about the Predators and the Terminators and the Rambos. We, and the we may have bit off more than we can chew know? in this but one. Like, think about that. Like that that action blockbuster. I mean, we had a few in the seventies, but not really. That's when it really came about was in the eighties. Eighties was the home of the blockbuster. And now today, like everyone's talking about Cobra Kai. You had, you know, the originator was Karate Kid. Yes, you know, Bueller. Hurrah! So many different like. Without these, they just sprouted and created everything else. So they're all under my 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 legends. Uh, my personal uh, all-time favorites are also legends as well, but they're just my personal all-time favorites, which is Goonies. I like I was telling you before we started, I was obsessed with Goonies, like how friendship was and living a life of adventure. And literally every night, I dream about going on some sort of weird task and adventuring sometimes it's grander than others but i feel like it's all influenced from from just being obsessed with goonies just just we got to save our town we're gonna go follow this treasure map and see what we can do if we can find the gold and it's just with my friends and how the different personalities clash it was just mm, perfect 80s you know what i mean um so goonies is under my all-time favorites lost boys also shaped me uh, this was still one of my all-time favorites. It, it's just, again, the perfect... I feel like that really brought... Even though vampire movies were popular, it really brought that to the main main stage and made them sexy and cool and, and young and live <laughs> forever. And it was just like, Kiefer Sutherland was amazing. And you just had like... You had the Corys in it. It was just, ah, perfect 80s. It was so good. And then uh, Princess Bride... That falls under two different categories. Well, three different categories as legends, all-time favorites, and then I also have a geeky list. But that movie, legit, probably the one is a perfect movie. I would say that is a perfect movie. So, and if you want to fight me on that, we'll fight. But <laughs> I don't want to fight you. I will because <laughs> I. It's just I feel like it has every element you need. It need in a movie. And it's set, I don't know, it's just, ah, it's just perfect. So for me, it's like a perfect movie. Uh, I'm not going to go into every one of them, but like Real Genius is up there because, again, I feel like that as a young, young, young uh, child, I saw that being smart can be cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even though the nerd gets picked on, these nerds used the brain and fought back and protected themselves. Real genius gave me that inspiration that it is cool to be smart. So thank you, Val Kilmer, for that. <laughs> uh, Dirty Dancing, again, legendary movie that I quote all the time. Like, I just, it just did, it, uh, that blockbuster-y, like, ah, it's perfect. 
And then uh, Gremlins, uh, you can't talk about 80s without talking about the Gremlins. Heathers, that's just, again, that without Heathers, there would be no Clueless, no Mean Girls, no no anything. You know what I mean? There wouldn't yeah. be teen drama. Um, and then, you know, Christian Slater. Hey, that definitely was a beginning of a crush there. <laughs> uh, and then, one again, one of my other all-time favorite movies that... It's kind of odd with the list I just listed, but again, it is so well done and it has that same type of vein and feel of Goonies is Adventures of Babysitting. I was obsessed with that movie. Just like she's young herself, but she's trying to use younger kids and they're getting this crazy over the top weird scenarios just trying to survive the night and it's just so well done. It's so much fun and it's just encompasses everything about me that i like like <laughs> the things that i like as well as just the 80s themselves yeah ah so there's like my personal favorites i, feel I, I like, haven't even touched i feel on... like you and i have very different childhoods <laughs> really really like i haven't even talked about just the just leave because... the, the movies that i love that no one else does but because my list like just... looking at my list i'm like these are all cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> cartoon movies or cartoon no TV No cartoons. Like okay, because I haven't even got to TV yet. Actual I cartoons. Touched. I don't remember got... watching a lot of movies growing up. Yeah, dude, that was all I did, I feel like. Like, I remember when I was real young, Mom was like, don't you dare watch Poltergeist because I look just like the little girl. And I'm like, okay. And then Mom was at work, and guess what I did? It watch was on HBO, and I watched it crazy crazy girl tv but i didn't get sucked in thank god yeah right but i was it was pretty terrifying <laughs> i kind of regretted maybe watching it a little bit <laughs> <laughs> or mom single mom trying to keep me alive yeah seriously <laughs> um yeah, man, I, that's what i did i watched i watched we had hbo back then and i was like HBO, yeah. yeah i feel like i just watched VHSs. a lot of cartoons so many cartoons um yeah man in the 80s man like that's that's saturday morning man and then saturday after morning school. saturday morning was dope uh saturday morning you'd always find me watching muppet babies do, that's do a, they still do saturday morning cartoons i don't think they do i don't think they do i could be wrong but i mean i don't even have regular broadcast tv so i wouldn't know if they did but i don't think that's a thing yeah let us know in the chat and and like if you're listening to this later on let us know in, in Twitter because I'm very I'm actually really curious if there is or now everything's so like streaming. It's just like here if you want to yeah, watch you could turn you could literally turn on cartoons you whenever you want. Yeah, truth. Yeah, it, it's just oh, but that was such a, I don't know. I get it. It's nice to have it whenever you want, but it's also there was something about bowl of cereal really so you could watch your your cartoons. Bowl of cereal and cartoons. I remember Muppet Babies yes. and Ninja Turtles. That was my Saturday morning. Which one? What was Mu- the first one? Muppet Babies and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't remember Muppet Babies being there. I, oh. I would watch them in the afternoons for some reason. But yeah, definitely Ninja Turtles was Saturday for me. Mm. That was definitely Saturday morning for me. But I mean, I even remember like Smurfs and like Rainbow Bright and Care Bears. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are my jam. And then... Uh, uh, obviously, I, I watch Masters of the Universe, but I feel oh. like I was leaning a little bit more towards Thundercats. Oh, but I Thundercats I is great. Both, Both of those I mean, are on my list. I had list. all those toys growing up, too, and it was just like I was obsessed Wait, with where them. Is it? And... There, there's my... Yeah. There's my shelf. 
I mean, so, and then Shira. This doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of the Motu stuff that I have. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, the, no, I had my Castle Grayskull out here, but it was like crowding my space. I was like, "It's too much stuff here," uh, and I couldn't even get it in the frame. But I have, <laughs> I still have a bunch of stuff in my in my closet. And actually, this Wait, is. Were you trying to buy you, like, find you a Lionel and Skeletor? Skeletor, last year Skeletor, when it man. Released. You found them, right? I <sighs> found it. Found Skeletor. Got him. Got With him. He Man, Lionel would have been. Yeah. What we're, talk, we're talking about, that, but yes, I found He Man, and then uh, right. yeah, I got Skeletor recently. The, yeah, the I remember because I put Skeletor on my wish list just in case we couldn't find it, and then maybe I would get it <laughs> and be like, "Here, I got it for you." <laughs> Uh, yeah, got him, man. Those filmation cartoons, the He-Man, Masters of the Universe, uh, She-Ra and Princess of Power, I love those. Those are my jam. Uh, just like, yeah, they were fun action cartoons, but they were also very wholesome. They taught lessons. Like, I feel like... Yeah, G.I. Joe, man. Oh, G.I. <laughs> Joe had, had their yeah. lessons at the end. Uh, like, I just feel like that stuff, I don't know, like, it shaped kind of the person that I am, e even though, like, subconsciously, like just trying to instill good messages to kids yeah. of, you know, as if oh, you go absolutely. back and watch it now, it's cheesy yeah. as hell and ridiculous. Well, and you're even like, oh like my God. the Muppet Show, uh, that wasn't a Saturday morning thing. Though. I think that was just a night thing, mm -hmm. but like the Muppet Show and then even Fraggle Rock. I'm trying to remember when Fraggle Rock came on, if that was a morning one or not. Oh, but like, I think that, yeah, that might've been a morning thing. Okay. Cause that was like a, I couldn't watch it as much cause it was a channel that I would only get, like I think of my grandparents. <laughs> so. Maybe I don't remember, but oh, so but yeah, good. I remember I loved those. And then, then I'm looking uh, through my list now of cartoons. And yeah, so we talked. So we talked about Thundercats, uh, and then their sister series I also enjoyed. Silverhawks was great, but you know, it was, I didn't watch that one. Oh, it was much more shorter lived. Like it didn't do as well, but I thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, yeah, I I loved Thundercats, but didn't really get into. Enjoy the that, little the I mean, space cowboy of, of Silverhawks, and then the one that lasted even less was Tiger Sharks. So there were three Rankin Bass cartoons that all existed. I don't know if they existed in the same universe, but uh, they could have. But only Thundercats really succeeded of the three. Loved it. Loved them. Loved all those. Uh, and, and I then... had a weird collection of Mumra toys, too. I don't know why I really wanted Mumra toys, but <laughs> I had like two or three different versions of Mumra. I had so reason. many action figures, and I they all got mixed up to get like... He-Man would fight Mumra, you know. Oh, oh yeah, oh, He-Man. Oh. He-Man would date Barbie, even though she was like twice his size. She enjoyed his muscles. <laughs> he's short, but so, he's strong. Exactly. Like <laughs> it, size didn't matter to them. You know uh, what I mean? It was just like amazing. you know, height, whatever will make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, My God. Oh, yeah, and then in '89. Also very short, short lived. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show with Captain oh, Lou. Yes, it it ran from like September to December of '89. Okay, loved it, loved that, uh, and especially loved Fridays when they put the Legend of Zelda cartoon on. <laughs> so fun. you know, um, I also believe the '80s kind of was a resurgence of the Disney blockbuster too, because in the '80s that's when Little Mermaid came out. That's true. And then that sent, I felt like that, that Disney Renaissance, sent, yeah. Uh, the spiral going with, uh, after that, wasn't it Beauty and the Beast and then Lion King or that Aladdin? That sounds right. Yeah. And then Lion King. That sounds right. 
I don't remember the yeah, exact order, like, but it was all yes, of those like super blockbusters, and that started in the eighties mm-hmm. with Mermaid. I mean, yep. there were other movies, but really, and there were some a lot of good eighties Disney movies. Don't get me wrong, but that was like the big one. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the Mermaid, ones I the ones before that didn't didn't a blockbuster do so well. level. Yeah, I uh, some of those ones from the eighties I haven't seen. I think I think what was it, Black Cauldron, was like bef- right before Mermaid. Okay. I've always wanted to watch that. I never have. You haven't I seen ne- it? No, I need to see it because I've always wanted to watch it. I think that's the on... one with Angela Lansbury. Am I confusing it? The... Oh, was she on that one? Or was she? I don't remember. I'm getting that one confused with something else, I think. Because I think that was not quite 80s. I think that might have been 70s, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Sword in the Stone. What I'm thinking of. Sword in the Stone was one, too. That one I've seen, though. Uh, anyway. And I loved those. Can be wrong, but I just feel like it was. They were here in this level, and then it went boom. Yeah, no, it, like Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid definitely re jump started the yeah, fairy I mean, tale Disney movie. Yeah. Uh, also, eighty nine, Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. That isn't under my my list of mm. geeky mm, uh, movies of the eighties. Oh, that movie. That movie. I actually saw that in a theater because I Me went to go too. see Peter Pan. I so went to go see Peter Pan because I was too young, I guess, to see Batman. And uh, Peter Pan ended way, way early. And they were like, well, can we help you? I'm like, I'm waiting on a cousin who's watching Batman. I'm like, no, we're watching with you. You're fine. I'm like, okay. So it's all like <laughs> more than half of it. And then I ended up going back to see the rest of it. But yeah. Oh, so, so that's good. Not, I guess I snuck in inside. <laughs> That movie, Batman, is uh, the reason. Oh, I don't know if it's the reason, but that we got a VCR and ordered Batman. Really? At the same time, yes. Wow. And, and not only that, but my parents ordered it on beta. <laughs> we got a beta VCR. Wow. Even eighty nine. At some, at some point, yeah, I don't know. That was the that was the first okay. uh, that was the first video cassette that we had. Man, and I remember they ordered it off TV. Wow, but the eighties, man, they gave us so many good, like geeky, like movies at the time. Oh I mean, yeah, you look at like you have Batman, which is on the comic book side of the world. Which again, that sparked. I feel like that that and Superman, but I think Superman seventies, right? Were that there a sounds correct. Superman? I don't know. But I feel like Batman was a big, like, it was the big shot of, like, boom, here we go. Yeah, you that know? pushed us that into the 90s. a big moment. Uh, but then you look at, like, let's go back in the 80s, and let's look at all the stuff that's just so, like, geeky. And, like, I feel like we as a culture, like, geek culture, we built upon these. So let's look at, like like willow and never ending story and legend and labyrinth and dark crystal and like uh and then you go into a little bit more of the darker tones and monsters with like beetlejuice and like you know even highlander which is a cult classic now i mean it wasn't really back then but like i was obsessed with the highlander series and went back and watched the movie so i didn't actually watch highlander in the 80s i went back that's that's one that you and i were talking that yeah. I didn't watch in the 80s, but I went back and saw it and loved it. Clue, Clue, like think of Clue. Like that is a cult classic. True. That at the time didn't do well, but now like everyone loves Clue. You know what I mean? And like, because yeah. it's based on a board game and it's just really well done and just 
it's a humor that maybe people at the time didn't get, but nowadays, like our our generations embrace it. You know, it's True. Bill and Ted. Look at like the impact Bill and Ted has made on like <laughs> our us as a society. They just had yeah. another one. You know, like it's enduring. It's it really is, and then it's so much. But like especially for me, Willow and Legend definitely shaped me as a kid, dude. Like. I knew then that I was big into the fantasy, like magic and, and monsters and all of those, just from those two movies alone. Like I, I watched Willow over and over and over again. Let me say thank you, Val Kilmer. Cause apparently I feel like a lot of my eighties is derived from Val Kilmer movies. <laughs> you've got, you've got that and Tom Cruise, like Tom, but Tom had his fingers in everything in the eighties, like risky business, like, as you see the shirt I'm wearing, Top Gun, which is also Bill Kilmer, but like, you know, one of my all-time favorites, Real Genius, and you got Willow, which is also, it's, and eventually he becomes Batman, but not in the 80s, but it's just like, thank you, Bill Kilmer, for your contribution. <laughs> Truth. But yeah, oh, and then Just Leva, which is also super geeky. Here's the movies that I was obsessed with, and that came out in the 80s. I'd be surprised that you haven't already said that. Like, (laughs) I feel like this list you were already obsessed with all these. Oh no, these are like my all-time favorites, (laughs) but these are the ones that no one else will like. Okay, all right. Okay, Teen Witch. Teen Witch. I was obsessed with Teen Witch. I only got to see it once in the '80s. I had to go back as like an adult to try to like search down this movie because I'm like, I remember there was a rap. And she tried to make herself more popular with magic. And the weird lady from Poltergeist was in it. I know I'm not making this up. And when I worked at Hershey Park, I met a couple of dancers. And one of them was Jared. He was like, no, that existed. That is Teen Witch. And he hunted it down and found a copy of Teen Witch. And we all sat around and watched it. And I still loved it. I was like, it was true. All of the weird musical numbers. It was true. It is so cheesy and bad. I love every second of it. Another cheesy bad movie that I'm obsessed with, Grease 2. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Grease 2. I'm going on the record to say I enjoy Grease 2 more than Grease 1, but I know that's just because that's me, and I'm very, very strange little girl. I feel like this is not the first time that Grease 2 has come up on our show, and I can't can't pinpoint. I love it. I can't pinpoint when we talked about it, but I feel like I remember (laughs) us talking about Cool Rider. (laughs) Oh man, yes. I don't know why. Probably, but yes. Yes. Uh, Return to Oz. No one else has oh. seen this movie, but I was obsessed with. I it. have I, seen it. I kept watching it. I was, every time it come on the Disney Channel, I'd be so excited. Like, mm-hmm. no, I, what, no, I, I don't remember the specifics. I remember trying to watch it one time and got scared out of my mind. Oh, it's chicken the guys with the wheelers with the chicken i don't even know i just oh, i just the had wheelers, this... the wheelers were just terrifying and then the witch who had kept changing her heads what she had a whole, she oh. had a whole like no mm-hmm. uh like whole hallway of nothing but different heads and she would change her head so they had different actresses playing the evil witch oh, what? it was amazing and then you had like jack which I know was a predecessor for Jack Skellington because he was the pumpkin king. 
but mm. then eventually like the way he looks are like oh man you were the beginnings Jack interesting from nightmare before christmas you can tell you can tell that he was interesting like, the prototype but oh man it was so good yeah i don't remember the movie i just had this vivid oh, memory God, of being gotta, freaked out by it do i own it oh i used to own it i'm gonna see if i can find it for you oh we're playing we're watching it we should we should we should do we're a gonna, commentary like, <laughs> zoom, we're gonna have a zoom call one night and That'd we're gonna great. watch this damn I, movie i also have this vivid memory of being scared of secret of nim <laughs> I, I don't remember I, that one. Oh, that's the. I mean, I remember. I know I read the book in school about the the rats or the mice or whatever. But I I remember. I feel like seeing it in the theater and having to leave the theater because I was so scared. No, really. Yes. Yeah. You know what scared me? Howard the Duck, and not the duck itself, but the bad guy. He was also the principal. I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but I have to like oh, Google it. it. He was the prin- principal from Ferris Bueller. It it wasn't the duck sex that scared you. No, I that part <laughs> was fine. That part I was like, yeah, get this it. It's great. I love this movie. And then like, because he was all sweaty. Something about him being so sweaty and gross. Whoa. I don't know. Something about. The bad guy being so. Oh, I don't know that I've seen Howard the Duck all the way through. Out, like I think I've just seen the clips of, of the absurd uh, duck in bed with Leah Thompson. Oh man, I got a well. I own that movie. We've got oh, to find perfect it. To watch that movie night. Oh man, like I'm talking about all these movies, and there's so many I want to revisit. Like I want to rewatch the Monster Squad. That's on my list too. A, a lot like, of your oh, list man. I haven't seen. Take my geek card away because. Like I don't, I don't think I've seen Labyrinth. I don't think I've seen uh, Legend all the way through. I'm, I don't know. I for I some reason like I did not grow up on these eighties movies. Like we've been using this the devil from from Legend for years and years and years at Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> that That's big red guy. <laughs> he was there. Like, like I remember. Uh, darkness, Lord Darkness. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I dark crystal, too. no dark crystal. I, I I don't know. For some reason, I never watched these things as a kid. What about Willow? I remember watching Willow. It's just been a really long time. I just don't remember okay. it that well. I always I yell like anytime I steal like not steal something, but if I'm like playing a game and I have something and I'm running away, mm-hmm. I'll yell, "I stole the baby!" and I'll like run off because that's like the brownies stole the baby. But here's he the thing: screams. to your to your point. These things are coming back. Like they're doing a Willow TV series on Disney Plus, I think. Are they really? I believe so, yeah. And I think Netflix just did a Dark Crystal series. So Again, they're all Again, all these back. things keep getting cycled like, like back Cobra in. Cobra Kai. Everyone's talking about Cobra Kai on my, on my uh timeline. I, know, I have to watch I that too. I've seen the first one, so I got to see. I got to catch up. Behind, guys. I got to catch up. I haven't watched them either, but I want to real bad cuz I love Karate oh Kid. God, I love me some Karate Kid. Oh, I haven't even gone into like TV, like eighties TV, like how Star Trek Next Generation cemented me as a full blown geek. I was mm. like, you know what? I enjoy because I I knew I loved Star Wars. I was like, man, I love Star Wars. And then I started watching this, and it was completely different. I'm like, what well, is a Star Show too? And I'm like, this is really different. But then I just became obsessed with it too. I was like, oh my god, I love this show so much. It's so bad. But then it also gave us Golden Girls. It gave us oh, Quantum yeah. Leap unsolved mysteries like beauty and the beast which is probably i feel like i'm the only person never watched that show the one with linda hamilton yes 
I, I never, I never watched it, but Ron I know Perlman. what it is. I remember Ron seeing Perlman all the commercials. Super, I think the sexiest Ron Perlman had ever been is when he was a beast. Something about that beast was I hot. don't think I knew he was the beast. Yeah, Ron Perlman. Well, beast. well, well. Sexy ass beast. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You learned something today. I did. Yeah, like again, and this was before. Well, this I don't know if it came if Lendl Ham. I think she did Terminator One. Obviously, not two yet. And then Beauty and the Beast. And then, again, that's Simmons and Linda Hamilton. I was like, well, you're one of my favorites of all time, just for those alone. And then the uber badass came in the 90s when she did Terminator 2. But mm-hmm. then we're oh, getting off track. But yeah, <laughs> Hamilton's legit one of my favorites because of just those two alone. But yeah, I'm like Mama's Family, for some reason, I watched the shit out of that. Cheers. <laughs> yep. Perfect yep. Strangers. Oh, so Life, much. Family Ties. Yes. All of these like, things. All, all so of these sitcoms. There's so many, like, good, like, here. Like, something about Family Ties, like, that was right before Back to the Future. And you can tell, even in Family Ties, that Michael J. Fox is going to be a superstar. Yeah. Him and his little Republican self with his Democratic family. It was just so funny. Yeah. It so was... great. He was and so I good. Don't... And then... I would like to go back and watch that now because I'm sure a lot of that stuff... <sighs> went over the head of a child yeah, yeah. you know but that, like child, i would like yeah. to see the writing and how the characters play off of each other because i remember it being really good yeah but now i feel like as an adult i could appreciate that so much more i need to track oh, these things down there's so many my two dads i call bubba and Dave on my two dads because <gasps> of the tv show my, my two, two dads, dads. Love so, mom and my two dads uh Great. hauser which was the first time we ever saw neil patrick harris who is just huge and done all of our favorite things now just so many awesome i keep looking at my list like give me a break nail carter's give me a break for some mm. reason i wanted nail carter to take care of me after watching that show i was yeah. like i want nail carter to be in my life i even had uh a, all right i had a make-believe you know how you have a what is it a make-believe friend what are they called imaginary like, friend imaginary friend yeah, yeah i had an imaginary nanny based off of nail carter <laughs> Uh, amazing you heard it here first <laughs> I, I had imaginary like whole like tv sitcom family oh wow. and then i pulled i had an imaginary friend who was like my best friend miss kogi which is based on obviously because it's based on connie my older sister uh and then i wanted my own nanny so i had my own nanny I called her nanny oh i wasn't very creative then i was like nanny <laughs> nanny now but i had like this whole imaginary like sitcom family uh, i watched amazing. so much tv as a kid yeah like yes. i mean again now looking back you know he's not a very good person but i have watched shit out of cosby and, and a different world you know i thought those were amazing like yeah i forgot about you know, cosby I, mean, show. I guess you can't like it's not everyone else's fault that you know what i mean but no i don't they think were great yeah it doesn't i don't think yeah. it changes the show any yeah people can be shitty people but you know yeah. the the product that was created can still be yeah. good and yeah and that then, made a huge impact on tv and the 80s also brought about so much like educational edutainment i'm gonna mm-hmm. say i don't think the word edutainment existed then but look at like reading rainbow and like like all the pbs shows that we watch as a kid and like I don't know if this was in the 80s or if this is the 90s, but maybe this was a predecessor. Like, Reading Rainbow might have been a predecessor for something like uh, Where in the World's Carmen San Diego. I don't know about Carmen San Diego, but I know for sure Reading Rainbow was I, in the 80s. The You mean like the game show? 
Yeah. Yeah, that was oh, that might have been nineties. I don't know. No, I remember it too. Again, the, I, I don't know. Fine yeah. line. I remember. I didn't that. research that, but like even stuff like Double Dare and like uh, Legends of a Hidden Temple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, love ah, that stuff. So much like I don't know. I feel like edutainment was a big thing then. Yeah, uh, I used to watch after school specials. Uh huh. I would watch I don't know. every I day. Every day them, I would watch uh, today's special on Nickelodeon. And oh god, what was the other one? <gasps> I watched. You can't do that on TV. Why can't can't do that on television? Can't do that. Yeah, can't do that great. on television. What the hell was the other one? There's a mall one where like the mannequin came to life. That's today's special. That's. Oh, is that what? That's that today's was it? special. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I could never remember the name of that. Today's yeah, special. I was like. It, that one Jeff and Jody. terrified me, and I think that started my that. And uh, <laughs> I could see that. What was it? The mannequin movie where like mannequin? Is it mannequin? No, that's, but yeah, that's that started like my fear of mannequins. But oh. they weren't weren't scary. But then you watch scary movies that did that, and it yeah, really yeah, cemented yeah. the fact that they're evil. Totally. What the like hell? I can't remember the other show. All I remember is it had plus and minus on it. Was the the educational show on Nickelodeon? Pinwheel. It was Pinwheel. Aha. Okay. I used to love that too. I don't think I know Pinwheel. Oh, it. I think it ran back to back with today's special, but it. Those, I might have turned into something you else have, to watch. You may have. You know, I had a lot of stuff to watch. So I had Listen, to keep turning. We had a full a calendar. <laughs> I I really did as a child. I I was watching a f ton of stuff. Uh, and I feel mm-hmm. like we barely even scratched the surface on what we. I know. Out. Like we've named so many things, and I'm like. I'm sure there's more. I feel like there are other yeah, things. Yeah, no, that there we is watching. more. There absolutely. I don't even know if I've read anything off my list. I'm trying to get them all off my list. Like again, unsolved mysteries. I was a child watching unsolved mysteries, but I thought it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember watching it too. That and Rescue Nine One One. Uh yeah. I uh I love that Golden Girls is like so popular nowadays. Seriously, that blew. I feel up. like it's more popular now I, than it was then. It it might be, but I remember. Like, I feel like we would get together with my grandparents. Like, I don't know if that was the day of the week that we went over to have dinner with my grandparents, but I vividly remember us going to their house so we could all watch Golden Girls together. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just have that picture in my head. I, I don't know. I don't know if they came on the same day or if that was just me, but I always liked watching Golden Girls and Designing Women. I always felt like they came on together, but I could be wrong. That, that was later on, I feel like, when they were on Lifetime. <laughs> Okay. Because much later in my life, my grandmother would watch those every afternoon, <laughs> and I would be at her house, and we would watch those two together. Yeah, man, designing women. That show's legit. <laughs> I, I watched shit out of that. There's some shows now, like, I look back at my life, I'm like, what made me as a little child sit and really watch this show? Like <laughs> a, a lot of stuff, I would, I remember watching it with my grandparents, I feel like. We would be yeah. at their house, and that's what they would watch. I would watch, uh, like, mom would watch, like, Dallas and, uh, what was it? Uh, Knox Landing. Mm. The, the nighttime. Nighttime soaps. Uh, nighttime soaps. <laughs> I remember the whole thing was who shot JR. Mom, like, I uh, watched that with my mama. Yeah. But I was also watching, like, the daytime soaps with my mom and my granny, too. So mm. it was like, I was watching Days of Our Lives. I watched a lot of Days of Our Lives in the 80s. Nope. So. A lot of young and the Restless. I remember I remember bringing up Stefano DiMera, and someone was like, you know who Stefano DiMera is? <laughs> yes, I do. I remember that time 
when he did this to Roman? Oh man, yeah, I did this. I did the same thing to my grandma <laughs> in my older years, because uh, I remember we would watch. I feel like it was like The Price Is Right would go right into The Young and the Restless. <laughs> And I remember. Oh, yeah, no, it did. It really did. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would always watch uh, Price is Right. And then Young and Restless would come on, but I would switch it over to get ready for, uh, to have a little bit of downtime between uh, that and Days of Our Lives that came on at noon. Because Young and Restless came on at 11, and, and Days of Our Lives came on at noon on NBC, and it was a different channel. <laughs> so, yes, wow. I, I, remember, I remember watching those shows, and then. Uh, when I was an adult, I flew home to spend summer with my grandmother from college and, uh, she still watched the young and the restless and, yeah, and, I, and I, sure it's enough, going. Like, and I, I sure was like, like, wait, Nikki and Victor are still on this show. And she goes, what? You know, Nikki and Victor? <laughs> I was like, yes. And they have kids. <laughs> what? I was like, Nanny, I remember this from from being when I was a kid. I was like, they're still on this show? Yes, and this is what's going on. And so we would end up watching The Young and the Restless together every day nice. while I was on summer break. <laughs> and so, yep, yep. Then they do. They stay on forever because, like, uh, Marlene and Roman. Well, Roman's been played by a couple different actors, but the original is back. But, like, she's been on the show for since I was born i'm pretty sure and then some of these actors have been on since i was born like victor kiriakis has been there since dawn of time like septon amira's come and gone but he's died 20 times and come back that's why they call him the <laughs> they Phoenix. do that but you know like, as they tend some to of these do actors like mickey and, and maggie have been there since the beginning man like it's so funny it's so so funny uh, i haven't watched in years but i i miss it sometimes. i bet sometimes, i bet nothing's happened <laughs> they're still doing the same thing they've been doing i'm sure uh josh says he still watches uh, his mom still watches days of our lives what channel like what what time does it come on i can't ever find it i anymore. think this stuff is still there today if a girl wants to watch days of our lives <laughs> in 2021 how can a girl watch days of our lives in 2021 is there an app for that oh uh matthew is telling me that it depends on what time zone you live in they're on at different times Okay, is it on TV or can I watch it on like Peacock? Matthew? <laughs> oh, it's available on Peacock and NBC.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> Leah's got to watch her stories, you guys. No, watch. Oh, man. I say that all the time about TV shows. <laughs> Uh, I was saying something. I forgot who I was talking to. I think I was talking to someone in, in the locker room at AEW. I was like, you got to watch my stories. <laughs> I said it all the time. I'm like the resident grandma now, especially since I wear grandma clothes as like oh, librarian. Lord. Oh, I think that's why I was joking because uh, this coming week on Dynamite, I wore a grandma sweater. I'm like, going to go get ready to watch my stories. <laughs> But I say that all the time anyway. I do watch my story. Oh, right now, Riverdale, true. I'm watching my story. Where did that where did that oh. phrase come from? I grandparents? I don't know. <laughs> where did that from? I don't know. It? All grandparents said that. I'm not sure. Yeah, why there has to be a reason 
<laughs> something in their generation someone came up with that i don't know i'm gonna go watch my stories i can't right. watch my story You're i don't know to this. please let us know where the origin of my stories gotta watch my stories. <laughs> my stories grandparents always say oh my god yeah i don't yeah. your your grandma is completely different air time zone and area and background than my grandma mm-hmm. and they both said that mm-hmm. well my my japanese grandmother i don't think said my stories <laughs> my west virginia grandmother said my stories okay because my my kentucky granny said <laughs> my stories i want to say my alabama one too granny bates I don't remember what my oh, Japanese man, I hope grandma you, I hope said. Oh, Japanese grandma did say that. My uh, stories. She may have said my program. I don't remember uh, my program. Just lost in translation. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> but that oh, growing up, yes, I gotta watch my stories. Uh, so, yeah. so good, so so freaking good. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it so much. Eighties uh, were great. Man, I, I, I just want to look at the time and say I actually controlled it li- way better than we expected. You did good. I went really fast. You did very stuff. good, we Reva. We could have really talked about, like, oh, man, the, the impact that Back to the Future had on blah, blah, blah. And I, and I think some of those I think some of those more in-depth conversations can definitely come up on dedicated exactly, episodes. Because, I mean, yeah, we could spend a overall, whole, a like, whole again, episode talking about that. There's so many, like, just go back in the 80s. I feel like that's why it's making a resurgence because now that people, like, the yous and the me's and they maybe a little bit older than us watched all these things in the 80s, you know, and 90s. And that's why there is a Cobra Kai and there is, like, Mm -hmm. one divisions and there are, like, a song called 90s Love by kids that weren't even born in the 90s yet. You (laughs) know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's some things just transcend yeah, time. It's definitely making an impact in the fact that now the people who are in charge of the world, so to speak, in entertainment are the people who grew up in that time. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's why we want to do it's the like, things oh, we well, love. This is the part that ma- this is the time that made me I was the happiest in, or maybe that I really it really meant a lot to me growing up. And yep, agreed, a hundred percent agreed. Uh, Soap Suds, what were your favorite movies, TV shows, and games growing up? Let us know by dropping us a line on one of our socials at The Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram. Shoot us an email at the email address, thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com, or pop on over to the TGS Discord. The link to that will be in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you and read some of your messages here next week week speaking of and find out where my stories came from that is your mission if yes, you choose also, to accept it find out where my stories came from <laughs> i gotta watch my stories <laughs> let's check the soap said mailbag last week we asked you guys what geeky media you were most looking forward to in 2021 and here's what at chester mcleod 3 had to say I'm looking forward to Black Widow this year for movie. Looking forward to Diamante and the Pretty Reckless CDs. Not sure what TV shows or games yet. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Black Widow. I am ready for that movie to come out. <laughs> it's been a long I feel time like that coming. That movie has been waiting to come out for like a million years. It's been 84 years. It's been 84 years. <laughs> Let's be honest. 2020 felt like 84 years. Uh, so. 
I'm excited. Yes, I'm also excited for that one to come out. Uh, and then on a related note, we also got a message from at Rob Kovach 999 saying, I hope Black Widow comes back. So many die and come back. What's to stop the Infinity Stones from being used again? We've yet to see uh, Adam, Adam debut in the Marvel movies, and he controlled the gauntlet and the stones in the comics. Also, I am very excited for Guardians Volume 3. They set up Adam Warlock in Volume 2. Will he show up? Ooh, I didn't even think I mean, about that. I know, like, but they've already done the Infinity Stones, so will he have a different purpose in the MCU moving forward? Or maybe they'll... Maybe they'll pluck them back at a time and do something else with them. I don't know. Who knows? But, yeah, I, uh, I think the future of the Marvel Universe is going to blow up starting this Friday with WandaVision. Very excited. I'm super excited that we're finally getting phase four going. Yeah. You know, actually talking on like people responding from last week's episode, Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about this This is a weird thing to think about in the shower, but I was thinking about this earlier today in the shower. I was like, you know what? All the games, not all the games, because some of them I did play, but like some of the games I was super excited about for last year, I still haven't played. Like Last of Us, I remember saying, oh, man, I'm really, Last of Us 2, I'm really excited for this game. Mm-hmm. But then there's so much, like, ah, backlash and people freaking out. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to take a break. And then kind of got spoiled for me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. But, like, I was super excited for that. And then same thing with Cyberpunk. That was when I also listed, like, oh, I'm really excited for this. I haven't bought it. I don't mm-hmm. own it. I, I'll get to it eventually. But I feel like I'm just kind of like, meh. And again, that's probably with all like the weirdness you hear from the actual like issues I've been having. Right. So I don't know. I, I kind of worry about getting nervous or getting excited about games because the games I, I've mostly been excited about that I played last year are ones I didn't even know about. Yeah. Like, let's look at Hades. I didn't even know right. Hades was a thing until you and my friend Dave were like, oh, this game is great. Check it out. And I'm like, Okay. Same thing with Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That's not really a last year game, but that that's when I finished it last year. Mm-hmm. And that game I came, became obsessed with. The only one that was like, oh, I'm really excited for this one. And it was like, and I got it and kind of played it almost when it came out, but I was a little bit behind, was Final Fantasy VII Remake. But everything else, I was just kind of like, oh, this looks cool. I'll buy it. So maybe, right. maybe that's my style. Don't get too hyped for a game. Can't be disappointed. And then... <laughs> Don't get, hype. I mean? don't get hype don't get disappointed <laughs> exactly i don't know because I, I hear you probably, like, like one I, of my favorite games of 2020 was one i didn't even know it was gonna come out or right? know anything about yeah yeah i so, feel you um so that's why it's hard for I, me to like what am i excited for this year you know i know what it's I mean? tough like, i don't know surprise me it's super tough because games, <laughs> games get pushed and then you know they might not come out so games are very nebulous that way yeah, and like I remember when Sam Whitmer uh, said that he was going to be in a game and it was Days Gone, I felt like I waited an eternity for that. And when it did come out, I did love it, but it was like, oh my God, I felt like I waited for that game for like... 84 years? For like... <laughs> 84, 84 years! But I mean, again, that one wasn't disappointing at all. That was actually really, really good, but it still it was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that these games are disappointing. I'm sure they're great. 
but it's just like for me personally i'm like i kind of instead of getting cyberpunk i kind of want to jump into persona 5 instead and you should but even that i mean that game is old (laughs) like that's the thing like i wait and i'm like okay people are still hyped about this game so i'm finally gonna play it i'm finally gonna play it and and uh persona 5 strikers is coming out soon which is is a which it's a it's a muso game it's it's like it's a warriors game oh it's like a sequel it's a sequel to persona 5 so i kind of want to finish it so that i can play the uh persona 5 me and my warriors Warriors i know shit well i guess when i'm exactly so i'm so excited they're there get the the hyrule warriors too too i know there are still reasons to be excited. There's, again, there's not enough time. There's I not. I feel like we made this conversation a complete circle. We have. We, <laughs> but, I mean, that's every conversation we have. <laughs> uh, speaking of complete circles, we've come back to the end of the show. Yeah. This, we've, we've done it, Leva. We went on a whole journey, and we're back to where we started. Time traveled and came back. Why don't you tell us your socials? Hit us with uh, what you got coming up. All right. Um, social media, Wrestling Leva and everything. Wrestling Leva on Twitter, Instagram, on Twitch. Um, what do I have coming up? Oh, um, definitely check out uh, BTE. I'm pretty sure I'm on that this week. Sweet. Uh, I'm on AEW Dark on Tuesday. I'm wrestling Red Velvet. Which Hell yeah. I feel like my mom might be slightly, only slightly, uh, pulled because she goes, you know who I really like? That girl that cooks. Uh-oh. Red Velvet? Uh-oh. Yeah, I really like that she cooks. So, but my mom's my mama, so she's going to be pulling for me. We're going to have to get Mama Bates' uh, feedback. But yeah, I wrestle. Uh, I will wrestle, or wrestle Red Velvet on Tuesday. So when you're listening to this, so tonight. Um... Also, check out BTE if you haven't watched it. came out the day before. And Dynamite. It's going to be awesome. Trust me. So definitely check that out on Wednesday. Dope. Uh, I don't think I have anything else really going on, which is nice. <laughs> Sometimes that having things are nice. Chill and relaxed. You got time to play some uh, games. I play some video games and keep watching my stories. Keep watching your stories. Oh my god. You can find me at Emily Ponton on Twitter and can catch me gaming on twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox. That's this channel every Tuesday and Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, given that my back isn't thrown out. Uh <laughs> and you uh can always follow TGS on Twitter and Instagram as well at the Geek Soapbox on both platforms as always the audio only version of the show will be available this tuesday on itunes stitcher spotify and soundcloud and while you're there don't forget to give us a subscribe and leave us a rating and review and if you're already listening to the podcast but you want to see our geeky faces we record it live every sunday night 9 p.m eastern standard time on twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox that's it that was a that was an action-packed information full episode thanks for hanging out with us everybody hope you had fun leva have a great I night did. we'll uh we'll do this again next week right Woo-hoo. always all right until then thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll see you back here next week peace out my friends
The Geek Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production, executive produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton, with associate producer Leva Bates, floor director Matt Smith, theme music by Richard Reeves, and additional musical cues by Adhesive Wombat.